What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoy the discussion. All right. So, you know, we've been talking about this journey and uh, and looking at the journey uh, the children of Israel took from Egypt into the promised land because it provides a, a picture I believe we could all use for our example. And the scriptures, same scriptures from Exodus 19 coming from verse 7 to, 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 to was that 9? beginning there, and uh, I start reading. So Moses went back and summoned the elders of the people and set before them all the words the Lord had commanded him to speak. The people all responded together, we will do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought their answer back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you. And will always put their trust in you. And then Moses told the Lord what the people had said. It says, verse 9 again, it says, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then Moses told the Lord what the people had said, which was, well, we will do everything the Lord has said. <laughs> oh, I love that. I really do. All right, I'm going to go over to Romans. Jump over here to Romans. Just go ahead and read it to get it out of the way. Not that I'm getting it out of the way, but I want to read it. Um, 14, beginning at verse 14, 8, 14. For those who are led by the Spirit of God or the children of God. I think I can stop right there. I think I can stop <laughs> right there. <laughs> right I think I could just I think I can park right there right for those who are led by the spirit of God or the children of God because this is basically what Exodus 19 just read I mean you know we go right back and just bring it back up you know just go back and bring it right back up it's so it's so it's so beautiful how this is just brought out oh my goodness it said, so Moses went back and summoned the elders of the people and set before them all the words of the Lord had commanded him to speak. The people all responded together. We would do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought the answer back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. And then Moses told the Lord what the people had said, which was, we will do everything that the Lord has said and be led by the Lord because we are God's children. God was trying to paint a picture of, with this, for our example, of how he is wanting to lead us to himself. And the picture is being painted through Moses. I say, well, what do you mean? Well, he explained to Moses what was going to happen. And what was about to happen right after this chapter was he was about to give the children of Israel the commandments that he wanted them, the commandments and decrees that he wanted them to follow. So he came down in the cloud and basically he, he was showing them, the children of Israel, that Moses was his witness. 
it, it, it's interesting, very, very interesting that that Moses was his witness. They 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 weren't <laughs> they weren't particularly his witnesses, right? But Moses was, and then Moses, after seeing and hearing God talking with God, then God sent Moses to the people. But what he did before he sent them sent Moses to the people, he went down in a dense cloud and he allowed himself to be heard by the people. Isn't that interesting? Right? He came down in the dense cloud. Before he sent Moses off, he allowed the people to hear him talking to Moses. <laughs> I think that's just so funny and so interesting because he could have just told the people. Right? They they had already heard him, but but he didn't. He just talked to Moses because him and Moses were the one who had the relationship. Moses was the one who was following him, right? Indirectly, they were following God, but it was through Moses. Now, now, you know what I'm saying, right? It was indirectly, right, because they weren't directly following God because God wasn't directly talking to them. Right, so so what we can say we can say over in Exodus, the really the only child of God was Moses. I mean, you know, I'm just saying through, through <laughs> from 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 a direct standpoint, right? Indirectly, of course, they were all his children, but but from a direct standpoint, Moses was the only one really adhering to the voice of God because he was the only one interacting with God, and everybody else interacted with God through Moses. Now, now, as Romans so eloquently put it. Them that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. So, so now we all get to be little Moseses. We all get to walk in the same light as Moses, with no veil, with nobody in between us but God Himself, right? And and that that God is embodied through Jesus Christ, right? Same same deal, same deal. It's it's the the same uh, uh, picture. If you if you were to look at God coming down and speaking through the dense cloud or however, now you're looking at a picture or a model of of Jesus coming by way of the Holy Spirit and making His abode in all of us and trying to get us to follow God directly. That's that's the picture. That's the picture. That is merely the picture because. What you see here is Moses. You see Moses and you see Moses getting the decrees, but you see God speaking to Moses and the people hearing God. So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say merely that 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 is our journey. That is that is merely our journey. Our journey is to be witnesses unto the people, witnesses of God unto the people, witnesses of God unto the people. God is, we are interacting with God and God is sending us into this world to do whatever but at the same time whatever we're doing it's, it's that thing that we have with God. It's what God is trying to get the people to see so that they can do what? So that they can do the same thing. Right? Because that's what he wanted of the children of Israel. It was just passed through Moses but he still wanted them to follow his decrees and he just laid it out through Moses. Now, now God is wanting to do that with every individual person. Right? I don't need anybody in the pulpit to come and tell me <laughs> what God is wanting me to do. I don't need that. Right? 
No, no. What what I what I need is a direct interaction with God, and then God just basically flows through each individual and passes that baton to each individual. Makes sense. That's merely it. That is merely it. We're just passing the baton. Right? We're not leading anybody into the promised land. Jesus is doing that. We're just passing the baton. Basically, you walk by somebody where a light might be flickering or it might not be on, and you just like setting yourself up to help them to set that, get that light, either stop it from flickering or, 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 or get it to illuminate, fully illuminate or, or stop it from flickering. One of the two. You know, one of the two. And you just, 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 we just pass it along. And that's the journey. We pass it along. Passing along, living, living by God's statutes, living by the decrees of God, and just passing along, right? People see us; they got it. They, they, they should see that relationship. They should hear God speaking to us. <laughs> however, God manifests Himself. That's the interesting. We're not in control of how God is speaking to us in the light of every individual. But that's not Moses did control that. God, God said He was going to do that, right? So we can't go, you know what I'm saying? We can't go start our own ministry where we going to have God talking to us before the people ministries. God is talking to me before yeah. the people ministries. We can't, we can't do it. We can't, we can't do it. Right? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't based on Moses didn't say this is what was going to happen. You know how we got, we like to prophesy. You know, God told me to tell you. No, no, God said this to Moses and he did it. Moses didn't even get to tell the people that that's what God was going to do. God did it. He did it. And then he told Moses to go tell the people, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And it's merely that. It's merely that that simple. It's merely that simple, man. And I mean, really the place and the seat that we sit in is the seat of Moses where we're following his decrees. We're following what he's directing us to do. He just what, what he tells us to do, that's what we do. And the God speaks to us and the people hears it. He 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 magnifies that relationship before the people and then the people trust in him. Right? It it that one part changes. It's instead of trusting in us, no, they trust in him because they see that there's him in us. And they just Hey man, this is this is that light. This is what I've been I've been seeing. This is what I've been I, I, I had a I had a glimpse of it, but I didn't fully understand it. I didn't fully understand it. I gotta get this example, I gotta jump into this, but yeah, Nipsey Hustle passed away. He was he was uh, murdered. I d I didn't know the young man. I didn't know him uh before I never even heard of him before his death. Till when he when he was uh murdered that that's the day after. It was crazy. I was in Austin. Now that weekend and that Monday, I remember coming. Uh, at, I was at work checking, trying to check the scores and the stats of the Elite Eight, and uh, because that's what was going on that weekend. It was a, the Elite Eight played to get down to the Final Four, and that weekend I didn't get to watch it because me and my uh, friend that lives in Austin, we was at the Texas Relays because my cousin was running there, and so. Uh, it was really we were out of pocket just doing stuff, and we didn't really get to see the game. And then so that Monday I went and checked the scores, and I heard you know one of the basketball players, LeBron and Steph Curry, was mourning uh, this guy named Nipsey Hussle. So I looked it up, and I was like, oh man, this guy got killed right in front of his store. And and then 
just like shook the whole young people world. Um, people like younger than me, um, and then some older people that knew him and I didn't know him, and they were telling me about him. I was like, no, nah, I didn't know him, didn't know what he did. They say he was a real positive guy. He used to be in a gang. Then he's trying to make a change in the community. Uh, such tragic tragedy. Um, and today, I believe, was his funeral. So, but anywho, anywho, yesterday I was sitting yeah. there. Go ahead. I was just going to add his real name is Ermius, and his name means God is coming. But yes. God will come. Anyway, yes. go ahead. Ermi, there you go. And that's what I was getting at. Because, so, I hadn't, and before today, I hadn't even, I don't even know why I was doing it, but I never had a desire to look him up uh, outside of what they had said about, you know, what happened. And then, I don't know, today I just did. I just looked him up, right? And so I watched a couple of his videos, and he was talking about things that he was doing. Uh, he talked a little bit about where he came from, and then he talked about how he was trying to make a positive impact in the community, uh, trying to get people that came where he came from, trying to just the light to them and just let them know that, you know, they don't have to be in that place. And uh, I got to another little video, Breakfast Club. And this just stood out to me, but this is this is what I mean by what, what God is doing, though. Uh, one of the young men in the Breakfast Club, his name is Charlemagne the God, and I, I wish I had, like, some, some access to him a little bit so I could say something. But he made a statement. Uh, about the young man Nipsey Hussle or Ermius being killed, and uh, he said, um, "You know, I just, I just don't believe that he, um, the universe, through the universe, he deserved this." You know, mm-hmm. and he said he made a statement. He said, "I know, every, you know, people say God says God." Everything God does everything for a reason. And he said, I don't believe this was God. I believe this was an absence of God. Absence of God. I believe this was pure satanic. Because and, and he made that was one thing. And he was just talking, but he made another statement. Uh he said that I feel like if if, if this can happen to him, then this can happen to any of us. I feel like we could yeah. this could all just we could all come to this demise in the light uh that that, that Hermes did. And then after that video, I went to another video where he where he was talking to another guy, and he brought up a tattoo. A tattoo was on his face, and it was his name. And he brought up how a young lady explained to him that his name name means God will come. It's almost as if Emmanuel, where God is with us, but but in his name, it Hermes means God will come. Um, said all that to say this: that when I heard that, all of that, that his that uh, his life and his name and all of that tied together into his, and then his fate, right, of how he uh, reached his end, which is what we're talking about, our our destination, our, our the destiny being that end, and God is taking us to that end, and that end ultimately leads us to him because that's how we're going to get there. We all have to, to die from something, right? And we highlight how, right, in the death part, but nobody... Nobody wants to die like that. So so Charlemagne is looking at the how. He's looking at the how he came to the end, and then he's looking at the the universe doing him a dis disjustice or injustice of how it happened. Uh, what is it is to say that he didn't deserve to be murdered because of what he was doing in the community. Uh, and I say that uh, how you reach your end has nothing to do, particularly at some point at, in certain times. 
with how you lived. I mean, Jesus was crucified on a cross. And how he lived, uh, it, it, right, all he did was what? Be a witness unto God. And then as a result of that, he was crucified on a cross, right? Like one of the worst death, worst, worst deaths that's probably ever recorded by for a person that has done nothing wrong, right? Because there's no other person that could live as perfectly as Jesus and was killed in the light that he was killed. Like, this is how murderers were killed. Jesus wasn't a murderer, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Worst of these were crucified on the cross. That was the worst way. And then, and then all of the, from the times in um, the Old Testament where it talks about cursed is a man that hangs on a tree, right? That, that's, mm-hmm. This is a curse. Right, so you're looking at a man that was righteous and he was cursed by in his death, right? Um, but we all know the symbol, symbolism in that, right? We know that, but and I'm getting off. But um, but th- but there are times where people are sacrificed. There are times where people are martyred. Uh, I'm not saying this young man was martyred, but in in some cases, uh, you can look at it as such. In some cases, in the light that he was trying to be uh, positive in his community, he came from a life of of, of criminal activities and then changed and then um but but yet and still he didn't leave that community if that makes sense he was being a light in that community he was allowing uh using his platform uh that god had elevated him into and he used that platform to be uh positive and be a light and be that witness in his community Right. And and <clears throat> which was interesting, which his name, God will come. Right. Like giving people hope. Right. That that where from where he came from, seeing that where he came from to where he was at that point, God will come. And I didn't do this on my own. God will come. And I'm not saying that was his message, but but it was like a message that was uh, indirectly made through him based on where he came from and where he was. And however it went down, I don't know how it went down. I didn't even watch the video, but but. There was an interaction, and then there, and then he was killed uh, by another young man who was also in a gang. Uh, but but so, bring me to this. Bring me to this. To if I were had an opportunity to speak to Charlemagne, um, I would explain to him that it was it wasn't how he died, but but what was what was the universe was trying to provide you to see was just this the ugliness of not following God and and what you see and what you have what is what the results of that is is a person being murdered right in front of a store that he owned for what appeared to be no real reason no real reason and 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 all that merely is is a result of not following the decree right you have someone following the decree and you have someone not following the decree but see the enemy if i were talking to charlemagne i was explaining to him that the enemy wants you to look wants you to look at the person that is still here as the victor <laughs> but he's not all he was was a vessel to shine more light on the young man that was taken because see nobody's talking about the man that was taken Everybody's talking about the young man that was taken. You hear the young man that was used to shoot Nipsey only in passing. Well, what happened? This, that, another. This dude, he was crazy and he killed him. But then, but you hear what I've heard more so is the man, young man's life. 
I've heard how he was positive in his community. I hear, and, and then this is what was this is what makes this so interesting. I had never heard of him before he died. I would have never heard of him. Would have never. Just you got to put that into perspective. I had never heard of him. Right, and and and. And and then you you but you highlighting the death, but the death is what we all gonna come to. Like I don't know what Nipsey truly stood for. I didn't know him personally, but I do know from what everybody is saying about him was that he was positive in his community. And because he died, more people are hearing about him. Yeah, I know. I mean, that might not be positive to you, Charlemagne. Maybe not. But I'm gonna tell you this: it's gonna affect more people. That will affect more people. Not not this young man that shot him. That, that ain't going to affect. Yes, that will anger you because he's no longer here. But the thing that he did is still here. It's still going to be an impact. And, and God, is trying, God is showing me that that is our life. Our lives are meant to be impactful whether we're here or not. And that's powerful. That's a power that we have no control over. But I would rather have an impact on people's lives that it's inspiring them to know God will come back. He's on his way back. And not only is that, he's leading us to himself. He's leading us. And I want to model a life where he's leading me and others back. I want people to see that light. He's leading me back to him, guys. I'm not doing it on my He's leading me back to him. This I'm not here by myself. God is leading me back to himself and he you know what i mean he he he's i'm just a witness and he's however he magnifies my witness to people is up to him right i just i just want to be in the place <laughs> i want to be in that place where where he's magnifying it right i'm not i don't want to be in the place of the, of the other guy right i don't want to be in that place right that's not the place that i want to be in right i'm not that place you know what I'm saying? I want to choose against that place where I got so angry that I felt like I needed to bring a gun back and, and shoot a guy. No, no, no. No, I don't want to be in that place. Right? Because what that does, that turns people away from God. Right? I want to be in the other man's place. I would rather be the guy being shot down. Right? Because of the life that I'm living. Right? I mean, that's that's all I have. I, uh, yeah. That's, that's it. That's, the, that's, that's what the Lord gave me. To give to for the recording. <laughs> what, what was it? Amen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. She had the wrong tactics, but here it was. She was trying to not allow someone else to go through what she went through. Recognizing that it's not about we're young and we just have this moment, we can just do whatever. It's not about that at all. Right. We're not empowered to do whatever. <laughs> yeah, just because we're this age or that age. And I was reading in uh, Romans 8, I think we were 14 through 17, right? Yes, we were. Brother Corey. Yeah. And then in the Message Bible, when you read Romans 8, um, 15 through 17, I just wanted to share some of that because it just really um, encouraged me and just, you know, the message when it just hits you real hard and grabs a hold of you. And so if you don't mind, I wanted to read that. 
It says, this resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. What does that mean? That means at any moment, at any second, it could be any one of us. It's not a grave-tending life. It's adventurously expected, greeting God with a child like, what's next, Papa? I'm Mm. like, wow. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. You hear me? You hear me? (laughs) Who we really are, our identity. We know who he is, and we know who we are, father and children. What I hear, we belong. We belong together. We belong to him, and we know we are going to get what's coming to us. Hello? It says, and we know we're going to get what's coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with him, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him. Glory. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. But that sums up what you were saying. I was just like, that's what that message, I mean, it just just really encouraged me yesterday. I was like, wow, that's it. That's it. And um, just on a note, I have another testimony, just powerful testimony week where I've been praying for a close friend of mine back in Chicago, her younger brother, only 20 years old, mm-hmm. something happened, and he just dropped into a coma two and a half weeks ago. And so um, we've been praying for them through my prayer call line and different things, but I got a report from someone the other day saying, your girl is fine. She says she got a word from the Lord. And if he heals them on this side, she's cool. If he heals them on the other side, she's okay. She already has a plan. She knows that her purpose now is going to be to help other people fight this illness that has impacted her little brother. So regardless of, you know, he didn't deserve it. He's a perfect student. He's this, Mm -hmm. he's that. He's 20 years old. She's okay. And it just was so encouraging. And I was driving out of town yesterday, and I was just praising the Lord. And I'm like, I'm so happy even though things ain't changed with my friends and family. There's still stuff going on. But I had this joy, you know, like God's got this, this peace. And so I get home last night, check my phone. I got seven messages from my friend in Chicago. My brother woke up. He recognizes us. He knows us. They're taking the ventilator off tomorrow. After two and a half weeks in a coma. What? Yeah, he's with us. He's still coming, and he's still he's here now, he's and he's doing his miracles now. Yeah. But we got to get out the way. We yeah. got to get out the way. We got to stop stressing. We got to stop putting our mouth on things, thinking we know what God's sovereign plan and will is for every moment in life. No, we don't. I'm not smart enough. I'm sorry. All my knowledge, all my wisdom, it comes from the Lord. It says the Holy Spirit teaches you all things. Go to him. Let the spirit guide you. If he ain't telling you, just be quiet. But we got to surrender. And I see that happen for my friend when she just surrendered. She let it go. She knew it was well. With his soul, with her soul, it was well, regardless of how it came out. That's good. Man, that's awesome. (laughs) My God. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Wow. That's so awesome. See, it goes back to we don't know what people see when God shows us as a witness. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We have no idea what no they idea. see. No idea. No idea. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's good. 
that's why it just behooves us to stay there. You know, just stay there. Just stay mm-hmm. there. Just stay there. You, you really can't make a lot of noise when you're being late. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. You 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 you, you sort of have to be still. Yeah. Yeah. And naturally, and naturally, we want to be seen. Yeah. Mhm. 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 This is good. This is rich. This is awesome. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man. When you could come together like this, two or three, and then the Lord just right. just gives you so much. It's just such it's such impactful. This is impactful, right? This is, um, you know, it's encouraging, you know, um, uplifting. You know, it's just a just just awesome testimonials. You know, um, all three of them. God, they're just awesome. All three testimonies. You know, from. The, the rapper to Baby Ace to, you know, the young man right. that was in the coma. I mean, just, you know, this is stuff that buy or sell, but you just, you want to share it. You know, you you want to share this, just just this, so people can just see, see God. That, and God is, man, God is big time. <laughs> He's big time. I hear so many um, uh you know, gospel artists, they say, I'm trying to make my dad famous. And I'm like, man, you know, you, your dad is more famous than you will ever be. It's famous than you can ever think, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, just, but, but you know, the, 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 the neat thing, Corey, is that you experience, you experience real witnessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without the horns, not without the circumstances, without the uh, you know every, you know all the bells and whistles, but just plain simple witnessing. Yeah. Just God. Yeah. Just God. I'm just testifying to God. I'm I'm providing yeah. this testimony of what my Father is doing. Right. What He has done. Right. All glory be to God. Period. And 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 sometimes silence is more of a witness than anything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your peace. Thank you for being such an awesome God. Lord, yeah. I just I just uplift you in this this Lord. session. I uplift you. I uplift your name. I I provide an ultimate praise of gratitude, Lord, and I worship, Lord, just thanking you, just, just offering a, a thank you prayer, just offering you a thank you supplication, Lord, that this is truly awesome, just to experience you in a way that, that only you can provide, only, only you can come down just from, from your throne and just sit down and just gather your children together and just hold us into your hands and tell us, I got you. And we feel it, Lord. We hear it through a silence, Lord, so loud and clear and distinct, Lord. And for that, we just uplift you and say thank you, Lord. It's so, so just so awesome to just be able to know this, dear Heavenly Father. Not, not only experience, Lord, but just have it in our extremities, run through our veins, dear Heavenly Father, through our blood, dear Heavenly Father, as we breathe it in and out, inhale and exhale it out of our nostrils, dear Heavenly Father, that you... 
got us, and you are so good. Dear Heavenly Father, throughout, despite whatever condition that we are in, whatever we may go through, dear Heavenly Father, you're still providing a way for us to get out of it. Dear Heavenly Father, you're protecting us even in it. And the thing that is being protected is our relationship with you. We cannot detach us from you, whatever our body is going through, Lord. And for that, I say thank you. I uplift each and every person that is on the, under the sound of my voice, dear Heavenly Father. I even uplift everybody that is connected to those that are under the sound of my voice. Lord, I uplift them to you, knowing knowing you got them. Whatever condition that they may be in, we may, may or not know, dear Heavenly Father, but you know, and for that, I know that you got them in whatever state they are in. I know that you are providing the same peace, the same calm and steel that you're providing us under this airwave, dear Heavenly Father. I know that you're providing it to them. I know that you are assuring them that you are God and, and that you are only God and there is no other God beside you, Lord. And for that, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you, thank you, and I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you being God. Thank you for being God to us. Thank you for making it personable. Thank you for just continuing to just come down and have that personal establishment with each and every individual. It has. It doesn't have to flow through someone else to get to you. No, Lord, it's just you and me. It's just you and her. It's just you and him and you and each and every individual that is connected to you, Lord. And for that, I say thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I say thank you, Lord. I say thank you. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for being with us, Lord. Thank you for giving us your truth. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.